from the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, 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 well. Good morning. This is Patrick Timpone, and um, we're live here, as live as we can be. 10 o'clock in the morning, Central Time, a few minutes after 10. Um, how you doing? We, uh, we do a little thing here. Our little show is, uh, if I put my earphone in, just, just in case, you know. And uh, we're live here most every morning. You generally take Thursdays off. And we talk to people around the world about uh, health, wealth, and well-being, money. And we do a little geopolitical stuff, too, to dabble in the matrix and try not to get caught up in it one of our jobs. And then on Fridays, uh, we uh, muse on the uh, topic of the day and one of my specialties or passions in life. And uh, it's the, uh, the connection between who we are, the real self, what we can call soul, and uh, mind, and body, and emotions, and the human condition, and how it all works. And I talk uh, from my experience, my experiences with an S on the end, uh, uh, without a body experiences and uh, in contemplation and meditation, where, you know, as we do this uh, more and more and more, um, you can actually look and see uh, how it works. It's not, um, not, not difficult. Um, it just takes a little bit of passion, so I'm no expert, no guru. I don't have all the answers. I don't have any answers. All I know is what I've experienced in my whole life, and uh, I've got a pretty good um, take on why we age and uh, how we create diseases and, and things and how, we, uh, how the body heals and, and all the rest of it. So, so that's what we talk about. Here, and uh, having a little stream thing. Let me check it real quickly. It's flashing off and on. Let me see if it's okay. And so there we are. Uh, if you care to join the show, it is... Uh, let me check this real quick. I don't know why this thing is flashing. Just when I'm starting to have fun, it starts to flash like having trouble with the stream. Let me, let me check it. I can always email my stream guys. Well, yeah, there is something going on here. Okay, <clears throat> let me let me let me text him real quick. Sorry, yeah, smoke him if you got him, and then I'll I'll be right with you. <laughs> okay, so we do. Sorry to do this live on the air, but you know what are you going to do? So uh, if you care to join us, um, if I can multitask here for a bit, it is Patrick at one radio network dot com. And you can also um, call 888-663-6386. If I can remember the fellow's name. It's been a long time since I've, uh, I've, I've texted him. Well, what is his name? I don't have that many contacts. You'd think I'd find him here. Oh, I know what it is. <clears throat> Joe. Yeah, okay, I'm going to get him right now. So how you doing? You everything cool? Join the show if you like. Let me do this quick. I can't talk and 
text at the same time. Joe. Issues with bandwidth. Bandwidth live. Please, please help. Help. We got a little thing here that will flash. Thank you. When the bandwidth is being feisty, we don't want the, the quality to go down the hill. Okay, so as I was so rudely interrupted by my mind, uh, who that had, you know, um, reacted to the little flashing light, here we are, and it is the 21st of July, 21st of July. We're going to start with this email, which might help us to get into some fun things. Uh, let me, oh, I had it up here, and now my computer ate it, but I'll get it. I get it. So how you doing? We we've been um, we've been looking for some more rain. We had about an inch or so the other day, which was um, man, just great. I I like to listen to as I find this. I like to listen to uh, national public radio when I'm in the car. You know, it is so. Uh, you know, they're so over the edge as far as globalist, uh, leftist, uh, woke ideals, ideology, that they'll pretty much kind of tell you, uh, you know, what they're, what they're doing and what they're going to do and, and how they're doing it. And to me, it's so fascinating to, to listen to them and how it's so easily uh, rolling off their tongue about how this, this hot weather that we are experiencing around the, the world is all global warming, or all, I'm sorry, climate change. As you know, this thing started out as, um, as a man-made global warming, and then it started out as global warming, and then they morphed it to climate change. And that's where we are now. So anything that happens in the weather, they have uh, programmed people to believe that the earth is um, changing dramatically because of uh, too much uh, fossil fuel burning in the last, um, whatever, 50 years, and then the earth is warming and sea levels are going to rise and, you know, the whole story. Uh, The challenge with it is there's absolutely no evidence uh, to prove that that's the case. Matter of fact, all the real evidence, the real science, with a lot of different things, is just the opposite. As a matter of fact, many people believe that we are moving into uh, an ice age in our future, a mini ice age. It's going to be colder rather than warmer. But this, um, this global warming thing has become such a, a plank or a platform in the big picture elite globalist model, the Davos Klaus Schwab people to um, to really, in my opinion, this is all in my opinion, to to um, to really put the damper on enough energy to to struct to function because the the green stuff without fossil fuels 
many experts, and we've talked to them on the air, there's just no way that they're going to be able to, they just can't do it. I mean, we've been off fossil fuels for, I don't know, how many, what, 100 years, 75 years? Burning this dirty old oil and coal, and um, you just can't, uh, you know, end it all like uh, they're, they're controlling uh, the current administration to do, and then just put up wind, wind turbines and, uh, and, and, uh, yeah. and uh, solar panels. You just can't do it. It can't do it. And uh, in my opinion, what this is more about is just to be able to control uh, what the energy output is. And um, so this is what they people do. This is the karmic um, paradigm going on planet Earth today. It's about inducing you and I to dance around the matrix in such a way with grace and charm and not get caught up in those who are trying to control us. Because that's what they want you to do. But rest assured, if you stay awake and you trust God and you tie your camel, that uh, there's going to be plenty of energy for you and I to do what we need to do. Now, I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but all I know is if you trust the, trust the flow and if you trust the game, that's just the way it works. You know, that's just the way it works. We can talk more about that if you'd like. So anyway, um, I was just, got on that just because when I was finding this email. But um, uh, the administration is about to do some emergency things on this uh, climate change thing because the public isn't buying it. I saw one uh, really interesting big, I think it was a Gallup or one of these big polls, that about 2% of the people in this country, 2% believe that climate change is a pressing issue. And uh, uh, Mr. Biden, who is, of course, controlled by uh, the dark forces that want to keep you and I uh, out of the God worlds, is, uh, is saying things like, this is the most pressing issue today to save the planet and I don't care what Congress says, because Congress isn't going for most of it. I don't care what the Supreme Court says, because they struck down a big EPA deal who wanted to control carbon. Uh, I don't care what they say, this is what we're going to do. So that's how strongly they have their, in my opinion, they have their claws into this old man who's just having a hard time. He's just an elderly guy and uh, having a hard time just even functioning. But they got him, and boy, he's... He's going to do some executive orders. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but so just be on the lookout. We keep our eyes on these things only because it's fun to continuing to watch the movie. It's kind of like you watch a series on Netflix or whatever, a good series, and uh, you watch two or three chapters and you kind of get into it just because of the drama and the you don't know what's going to happen out there. So we go back and forth sometimes to, to give you an idea of what's going on not that we're suggesting that any of this stuff uh, really has to affect you and me, right? Because that's a big part of uh, our message here on Fridays is that it does not have to affect us. And it only does when we jump into their game and uh, we play with them and we get all upset about it. You know, 
that's what they want. There's a great saying about um, if you wrestle wrestle with an elephant or pigs in the mud, I think it's pigs in the mud, if you wrestle with pigs in the mud, um, um, they'll win and they'll enjoy it and you'll get muddy. And I always liked that one, boy. That That's a good one. You'll get muddy and they'll win and they'll enjoy it. And that's what they want, in my opinion, you to do and I to do, to jump in, wrestle with them, get all up in arms and send out emails and go on chat rooms and say, oh my God, what are we going to do? This is, this is what they want in life. And the only important thing is what you and I want. Stay focused on what we want, and that's our message here on Fridays. Okay, our phone number is 888-663-6386 if you want to care to jump in. And, and Doodle's right here. I'm petting her. Hi, Doodle. Say hi. Oh, I don't think we can see her. I always try to show you who Doodle is, but sometimes, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, I see. Oh. No, we can't. There she is. Oh, well. Doodle, say hi. Well, that's a good one. She's a poodle golden retriever mix. Why don't you lay down, sweetie? Good girl. Okay, so let's uh, let's dig into our first email. This is from Cheryl. She's in Northern California. She should get an award just for being there and staying out of the rain. Oh, it doesn't rain there. Hi, Patrick. I'm on day nine of COVID and finally getting up and around. I have shortness of breath and today cropped off a very small and very thick piece of phlegm. I think there is a definite something in my lungs. Um, whoops, I just lost it. I tried to move it so I could read it and I lost it. Definitely something in my lungs that they need to pay attention to. Another fact that I found very interesting in winter before I last noticed when breathing while and lying in bed, I could hear a faint crackle sound in my throat, like crumpled paper. I happened to listen to Deborah Traveris, who lives about an hour east of me, and she mentioned this very thing. She said a few people were telling her about this too. I'm wondering if they spray something to prime our lungs so when we get COVID, we will have a stronger illness. Never had the crackle in my throat over ever, and I have never had this thick white mucus like this before. Do you know of someone good with the lungs that you can refer me to? Thank you, Patrick. You're our constant force of truth, force of truth in our household. Well, I appreciate that. I don't know about truth, but I give you my truth. So, I responded to, 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 to Cheryl, and I'll give you some ideas what I said to her. So, first of all, in our opinion, um, and everything that we have found in the last almost three years now, that there is no COVID. We've talked at length about this with credentialed people around the, around the world, with the Lankas of the world, Cowens, Kaufman, Melissa Sell, Amanda Vollmer, um, 
John, uh, Paul John Lundo, um, Robert O. Young, uh, Samantha Bailey. These are all very credentialed people. Mike Stone. Uh, these are all people you can look on our website and uh, hear their shows that we've done, several of them. And there is no COVID. There's no evidence that there ever was a COVID. There's zero evidence. Um, this um, alleged virus, I'm just repeating this for newcomers because new people join us around the world all the time. There's never been a, a virus isolated properly. Never. Never has been. Had a proper isolated virus, I've been told and learned over you know, these nearly three years, as I said, is you have to have a, a, a virus that is taken from someone or you somehow manage to capture it out of the air, which is not possible, but let's just give them, you know, give me some leeway here just to make it easy on them to have an idea of what could possibly happen and then have it uh, completely isolated. It's never been messed with. It's never been put in a, a Petri dish is what they do now and they put monkey cell kidneys and they, they starve it and they make it they make it um, sick and they try to kill it and then and this all started from some imaginary piece of something they took out of somebody two and a half years ago. Uh, it was just a you know a detox and they called it COVID and they just then they made a computer generated model of it and that's that's the whole thing. So it's all been made up. The entire thing has been made up that we know that we have evidence of. So. So to have a, and you can Google Koch's postulates, and I'm going to do it here, C-O-C-H-S, postulates. Now, Koch's postulates, let me pull it up here. I'm not going to use Wikipedia because I don't trust them. Um, let's see if we can find a, Medicine.net, see if they're going to do it. Oh, okay. you got to be careful where you go because sometimes they'll cook the books on you. Good morning. Now, we are live here. It is about 25 minutes after 10. If you want to join us, there's ways to do it on the 800 number or also email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. <clears throat> Let me just read you Koch's postulates. Now, this, these are postulates that in 1890... A German physician, oh thanks, Lynn, she already said, German physician and bacteriologist Robert Koch set out his celebrated, his celebrated criteria for judging whether a given bacteria is the cause of a given disease. Bacteria and viruses are in the same genre. They both, in our opinion and research, are, are, are molecules that are in the body and they are there to help you heal bacteria and viruses. Not something that is in the air that you catch. It just doesn't happen like that. Doesn't happen. So and so this fellow put this out in 1890, and evidently he did a pretty good job because this has been the gold standard. The gold standard for anybody that wants to prove that something caused something else. Koch's postulates. And they used it for a long time, in the early 1900s, and they used it. 
And then it just so slowly became, mm, nah, let's not do that. Because then the whole um, medical industrial complex thing came into being, you know, in the early 1900s with the Rockefellers and, uh, you know, the elite and creating this entire medical model that they did, that they came up with. And it was based on surgery, uh, long hospital stays, and the germ theory. So it was based on these things because they were starting the whole pharmaceutical model to, to, to have what is going on 100 years later, which is just bad medicine. It's creating, treating symptoms, and it's just a couple trillion dollar business so they're going to hang on to it all they as you know as long as they can and this is why uh, we people are mostly sick because they believe that the doctors and I'm not criticizing the doctors or the patients because this is what they've just been programmed to believe for a hundred years I mean you can't go to a you can't go to a university and uh, take uh, a master's or a PhD, of course, in biology or science. And then, of course, go into medical school or dental school or nutrition school, PhD, and not be taught that viruses and bacteria are a problem. They just, they've got you from the get-go. So there's, this is why 98% of the doctors believe in germs because they've been taught since they were little and then all through school that germs are real. Of course, they're not. They've never been proven to be real. And then Pasteur came out, uh, when Louis Pasteur, he came out and tried to prove that germs cause disease. And um, turns out he cooked the books and uh, on his deathbed and in his diary, he he poisoned different things to prove that, that germs um, kill people. So that's a lie. The Pasteur, the whole Pasteur, pasteurization thing is all made up. And then um, then they've been running with this thing with polio. Polio's never, polio wasn't a virus. It wasn't running around getting people. Um, we have a great article by um, um, William Engdahl that we've invited on the show. And he. this is a recent article, and it's all about polio and DDT and other things. And this is what polio was. And then they blamed it on a virus so they could give the kids vaccines that you and I probably got. And uh, now I read an article where they're bringing polio back in New York. But it's all a lie. It's all made up. Polio never was a virus. It never was making kids get crippled and the whole thing. So they've been doing this kind of, uh, you know, uh, dark uh, stuff for a long time. So anyway, uh, let's get back to Koch's postulates. So Koch, he knew this in, in 1890. He kind of uh, figured out what you have to do to prove that something caused something else, like a bacteria or a virus. So here's his postulate. It's just four. The bacteria must be present in every case of the disease. So in the case of COVID, to just do one of Koch's postulates, you'd have to go in there and literally find a virus in every person that tested positive, one, and then died of COVID, the alleged COVID, you'd have to do that. When they didn't do that. I mean, 
I don't I even don't know if anybody I've never seen any autopsies where they cut somebody apart and found this COVID and then said here it is because it's not there. So second, the bacteria must be isolated from the host with with the disease and grown in pure culture. So it's got to be totally isolated. Look up the word isolated. It doesn't mean the way they do it now in virology. They mix it with everything and they spin it and they centrifuge it and they, they poison it. They use monkey kidney cells. God knows what's going on in the monkey. And they do all kinds of things in a Petri dish to come up with something they say, this is it. That's not isolation. And this is what all of these um, um, virus truthers out that I mentioned earlier have been talking about for three years, the Cowans and the Kaufmans. Uh, Brilliant work, and why people think they're crazy. Water? But hey, you know, you just, you start digging around for the truth, and if people don't think you're crazy, you're not close. If you're not digging around, you're not close. Okay. So in other words, uh, well, well, let's go through the three. The specific disease must be reproduced when a pure culture of the bacteria is inoculated in a healthy, susceptible host. This is something they tried to do in the Spanish flu, and they couldn't do it because the Spanish flu was not a virus that ran around and killed a bunch of people. All kinds of reason for the Spanish flu, but it wasn't some virus that was killing people. Proven no evidence. No evidence. Now you got to dig for this kind of stuff because 98% of the stuff out there on the web talks about the Spanish flu, killed so many million people, and blah, blah, blah. But there were, there were doctors in the, the Koch's genre back then in Spanish flu. When was that? Uh, 1900s, 1910, 13... There was all kinds of things being introduced into the into the world. Some people argue that radar and some other electromagnetic things were inducing toxicity in people and so they got sick uh, because they're toxic and then they said, well, you have the flu, much like what's going on with COVID today. They get toxic and they test positive for a test that is totally fraudulent. That's been proven so many times you can't even think about it anymore that 98% of the media and doctors believe is right. I mean, look at the news yesterday. President Biden tested positive for COVID. Really? The test is, well, how many times can you say it? Carrie Mullis, who created the PCR test, is on record saying the whole thing was not meant to do what they said it would do. Fauci is on record saying that if you spin the PCR test so many times, 45 um, circulation threshold, it's totally worthless. They spin it 40 times, and everything in your body, which is everything, we have viruses and bacteria running around, just pop up, and you can test positive or negative depending on the day. It's just, but the whole thing has been based on a fraudulent test. That's how spooky and um, crazy this whole thing has been, based on lie after lie after lie. So, in the um, Spanish flu, there were doctors who kind of knew this Koch thing, so they were taking snot 
and saliva from people with who were dying in the Spanish flu and trying to infect a, um, a healthy person, just like point three, he says. It must be reproduced on a pure culture in a healthy person. And they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it because that's not how it works. We don't catch things from anybody else. We catch peace, love, and hippie beads and bad vibes if we uh, accept them into our aura, but that's all we catch, baby. We don't catch anything. Um, have you ever have you ever seen any, just one of Koch's postulates, where they've taken a, a snot or something from somebody who supposedly died from COVID and given it to a healthy person, and that person died too? I've never seen any any study like that. The bacteria must be recoverable from the experimentally infected host. So, uh, you know, somebody dies of COVID, you've got to be able to go in there and uh, find this virus, recover it. Recover it, and then keep it living, and then put it into somebody else and say, yeah, yeah, that's the cause. So this is what, they didn't do any of this stuff. Nobody's ever done it. All they do is, um, all they did, somebody tested positive, they were in the hospital because of many reasons that we can get into if you want. Um, they're in fear, and they were afraid, and um, they were detoxing, they were a karmic thing. Um, they got sick, and they, just like this emailer, they, they believe they have COVID, and there you go, and then they write down COVID as the death. And then they got extra money for writing COVID as the death, they got extra money from the government to put them on a, a um, incubate, uh, ventilator. They gave them remdesivir, which we've done shows on that, that um, um, kind of killed their kidneys, and their kidneys failed, and then they put them on an incubator or a ventilator, and that killed them, and they put a death by COVID. So there was millions of those, I guess. I don't know how many. You can't believe any numbers. So that's the short story, in my opinion, what's been going on and still going on today. So then, if you have no virus, all of these variants, Omicron, and now they got a new Omicron and a BA45, and you know it's all made up. And then they've been giving injections for the new variant and another variant and boosters and stuff like that, in my opinion, to thin out the population. These are very dangerous. Uh, uh, something that doesn't exist can't uh, cause it become a variant. And but if you if you listen to the news, we don't have a television, so we don't listen to the news. But if you listen to the news um, and you read some of the, you know, this is mainstream, and this is just a run with this over and over and over again, which is why you can um, understand why people believe what they believe, because it's everywhere. Okay, just a quick rundown here. U.S. News and World Report. One year ago, Americans were worried about the Delta coronavirus. Well, there was, what, coronavirus and Delta and then Omicron. Six months ago, the Omicron was reached had wave reached, reached its peak. Since then, a succession of new Omicron subvariants has kept the U.S. on its toes, and with BA.5 
0.5 as the latest to rise to dominance. So what it comes to next, it's a guessing game that is baffling the experts, many of whom have been humbled by the virus that has ended and rendered predictions a losing battle. None of us has a crystal ball, and we're trying to use every last ounce of what we can from predictive modeling and from data that we have to try to get ahead of the virus that has been very crafty. Peter Marks, top vaccine official at the Food and Drug Administration. This is what these people, this is how they talk. This is what they say over and over and over again to Americans and people in the world. And it's no wonder that people believe this stuff. U.S. News World Report. And then, then of course, you have the other people, like the New York Times, um... Just over and over. National Public Radio, every newscast, every newscast, most every um, website on the internet, just a few that have the good stuff, um, are all into uh, the germ theory. And so our uh, stance has been for many years, since we just got it, that that's what's going on, is that um, if, I'll just encourage you, to, to not believe in the germ theory for now and look into it with resources on our website and look into it uh, because if you get to the point where you really get it and not just believe some silly talk show host like me or just uh, Kaufman and Cowan and all the people that are out there talking about it, if you really get it, your life is going to improve because never again will you ever have to concern yourself with catching something. We don't catch herpes, we don't catch STDs, we don't catch AIDS, we don't catch anything. It's just not the way it works. And then even all of the, um, they were very clever. Um, early on, President Trump was in on the game. They start to sell the idea that it's a China virus. Oh, it's a China virus. It was created in a lab in China. Now, you can talk to people like Mike Stone, who we're going to have back on, who's a real virologist, and uh, you just can't make a virus in a lab, a so-called living thing, release it into the atmosphere, people breathe it in, and then spread it around. It's just, it doesn't even work like that. You can't do it. You can inject it, into somebody, but even then, it's not really a virus, it's just a toxic substance, like which are in these injections, and, but then you can't even spread those around. Then they went through a whole thing with shedding, and I think that was all a false flag too, just to keep people in fear, and there were a lot of natural docs that got into all the shedding, and if you get around somebody with vaccines, well, they'll shed, and you know, so so many of the natural docs, and again, I'm not being critical. These people, they go to medical school, they they get PhDs, they just believe in germs. You can't even say it any more simpler than that. And when you believe in a germ, then you're in the game. You're in the matrix. You're in the germ matrix, and anything can happen. So, 
that's our initial take. We're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to continue with this uh, uh, lady's email. Very nice lady, uh, Cheryl in uh, in California. Maybe you can help her explain. Well, wait a minute. So, am I crazy? Did I not get sick? Did I not have phlegm and mucus? And yes, you did. I'm not saying you didn't get sick. I'm not saying it didn't hurt. I'm not saying you didn't feel terrible. It happens all the time. It's called the flu, and it's called getting a cold. The first supplement I like to take in the morning, right after I wake up, is Pine Pollen Pure Potency, or P4. This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of survival supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we want to do is amplify that sine wave. We don't want to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we want to take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle. And that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better than pine pollen pure potency. As you know, we love this product. Well, if you know, if you are regular, we've been taking it for about 10 years and and I think it's a, just a wonderful thing to keep testosterone levels up if you want to make some babies or just practice. Um, then uh, you can team it up with the Rise from, from uh, Shen Blossom and you take these two thin guys and, and uh, libido. And, but just, it's just not about sexuality and, and uh, making babies. It's about you know having chi and mojo and energy to, um, to not become passive spiritually because when the body feels good and strong, you have energy and you, you know, you say, well, I don't know, is that true? It's pretty, it's easier when you have chi or spirit, you know, churning through you. And when we feel badly and our, and our testosterone levels get low or for the ladies when the hormone um, hormones can get out of balance, uh, you know the the the, uh, the physiology, the body uh, is not happy, and the energy kind of goes down the chi, and then it's hard to to think more clearly and think more um, critically, think about things and say, hmm, did that work like that? I don't, I'm not sure. I need to check that out, right? Rather than, oh yeah, well yeah, I know, yeah. 
nuclear war, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's that uh, you, without the chi and without the energy and without to be able to focus on what we possibly think is true, not sure, but we're going to look, uh, it, these, uh, these things that we promote will help you uh, to do that. Now, and the idea of, um, let's go back, I talked about two other things that you can do to help you to not have these flu and cold type experiences as often and think you're getting something. We have come to the conclusion after two or three years is that uh, talking with, um, oh, the, the Levies of the world, Thomas Levy, great doc, um, Dr. Chafee, um, Cell, and all these, Melissa Cell, and different people, that we, we make ourselves sick mostly by poor thinking and worry and angst and, you know, living on planet Earth in a body thinking that something can attack us. You know, terrorism, nuclear war, germs, whatever. You know, the, the, the attacker de jour, right? And they're all out there. And they keep coming up with more, you know, like, you know, <laughs> keep coming up with more. And so, and then when we take in toxic food and water, toxic water and toxic thoughts, you can have those, any kind of chemicals, the body gets toxic and then it creates it creates sickness, which we call a cold and a flu, cold and flus, and then diseases if it if it stays there long enough. And then we detoxify, and just like uh, um, Cheryl, she creates phlegm, very small, thick phlegm. Um, but I'll get into uh, finish up with Cheryl in a minute, and then we create mucus to get the toxins out. And then we create um, mm, fevers to burn out toxins. So this is just the body's natural reaction to becoming toxic. And toxic thoughts can do it just as much as mercury or aluminum or DDT or something. Same thing. Just works on a different level, but they can do the same thing. So two things that you can do, and then we'll get back to Cheryl, is you can get some sulfur that we promote. And just so you know, if you're new, how we make a living here is, I'm, I can't believe we make a living doing this. Well, I can believe it. It's, we've done it since 2008 on this show, is get yourself some sulfur. It's one of the key things that the body uses to detoxify all sorts, all sorts of things out of the body. Huge, huge. Mercury, glyphosates, sulfur, sulfur, sulfur. And that's why people keep buying it. Ours is pure. You can go on our website, order some, oneradionetwork.com. And then you can go on our front page and look at our sauna. And our sauna is very cool, but it's very hot. It can get up to about 100 and, I don't know, last time, I think I checked it long ago, and I think it was 140 or something. It's crazy hot. You can see in your picture here, if you're uh, on video, if you're on audio, you can see the picture on our website, and your head sticks out, you jump in this puppy, I'm in there every night before bed, not that what I do matters, but you might, um, you might try it, and all kinds of things come out 
in your skin, in your urine, and your feces when you use an infrared sauna. It also is very powerful for the heart, and it it makes the body think you've just uh, ran a 10-minute mile or something like that, or a 5-minute mile, whatever it is. And because you sweat, and your heartbeat goes just like you've exercised, so you don't have to exercise as much when you do a sauna. Uh, I just uh, jump around on a rebounder, maybe 10 or 15 minutes a day, and lift a few weights, and that's about all I do, and take some walks, and it's plenty. I get plenty of exercise, because I do a sauna every day. So if you'd like to get one, the only way to get this, um, the best price ever, twelve ninety five delivered in the lower 48, is Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. We'll ship them to you all over the world. Uh, best price ever, best price ever, twelve ninety five. We can't even put this, um, this um, price in print because we've made it so low and got permission from the company. They don't like it so much because they'd, they'd much rather us charge 1500 or 16 But then, you know, just, I'd rather sell more. So there you have it. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. And we ship these uh, saunas all over the world. And just tell me where you live and we'll get you the best price. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Indeed it is. Sleepyhead, you just getting up? Well, good for you. It's about um, 10 minutes before 11 o'clock. We'll be around for a few hours here this morning. We're live on the 21st of July, OneRadioNetwork.com, uh, 888-663-6386 if you want to join the show, or Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. So here's a very nice lady. She's a longtime listener. She thinks I'm a con... Uh, well, she listens, and their family listens. I appreciate it. So Cheryl and I wrote to her, and it's, you know, it's just our opinion. I know you felt terrible, and you had mucus, and you had it for about 10 days, but in my opinion, you were detoxing from who knows what. Um, I don't know the last time you had the flu, or you had a cold. Um, Everybody is so different, and all of uh, the thoughts and the ideas that you believed in, and obviously you believed in the COVID virus, and that in itself could have put you into a weakened position, so you toxified your, your I'm, not, I'm not giving you a hard time, but you, you can toxify your, your um, molecules, your different organs, with just the belief uh, like this. And if you listen to the news, and you, you followed it, and you start to believe all the numbers, and you believed in the test was real, it's so easy to fall into this, this, mm, mm, this black hole of uh, something that just isn't real, but it is for you. It was for you. Uh, you hurt, and you were in pain, and I'm not saying you weren't, but maybe, just maybe, it wasn't anything that you thought it was. So that's my message to you, dear Cheryl. It just could be something that you didn't think that it was, that you didn't catch anything. So if you, if you get into that space where you say, wow, is that possible? And you really start to research, listen to some of the shows and, and turn that corner, uh, you will be so stronger spiritually for it that you'll be glad you did. And you'll say, man, I'm sure glad I went through that. 
I'm sure glad that I don't have to ever believe that I can catch something again. So she said, do you know someone good with the lungs that you can refer me to? You know, as far as that, I would, um, I would argue that your lungs um, are just trying to get rid of any toxins in your body that, that are showing up. Maybe you damaged the lungs with, um, maybe you had some kind of grief going on before the COVID thing that you didn't um, work your way through. And that's what happens in the lungs. So the lungs could have been in a weakened position. So when this all happened and the body started to detoxify, your lungs can do the same thing. They'll create mucus and stuff to try to get um, this thing out. This is pretty much what, in our opinion, and I don't do medical advice, so I'm, I'm not giving you medical advice, but in our opinion, this is what um, a pneumonia is about. People get in a weakened position with the lungs, emotionally, spiritually, and then their, uh, their, the tissues in the lungs get damaged because of this. And then the body creates, um, the body has bacteria running everywhere, and the bacteria's job is to eat up some tissues that have built up in the lungs, and then the lungs get stuffy and have a hard time, and they call this pneumonia. But the lungs are doing just what they need to do. They want to try to detoxify. But the doctors believe it is a dangerous thing called pneumonia, and I suspect that there are many cases where people are so in the weeds on this thing that the antibiotics actually kept them from dying. So they're not always terrible. Uh, You know, the person goes in the emergency room and the doctor is treating a false paradigm, uh, give them antibiotics, and it it helps them to to, to live for longer. So, you know, we don't throw the baby out of the bathwater. Even though they're giving, in our opinion, the wrong medicine, they could could keep them alive and help help them to detoxify, which they don't have the skills to do that, and neither do I. So you see how how backwards this whole thing can get. Because the people say, well, you know, they gave mom uh, an antibiotic and, and um, she, she was fine in two or three days. Well, she wasn't fine. They killed the healing process and they kept her alive, but she's going to get it again. Now I know somebody who gets a very sweet lady, a friend of mine who's probably 85 and they keep... Um, Hold on, get you on hold, stay right there. Uh, and this happens to her every six months because the, um, the body will continue to detoxify again until it gets out what it's trying to get out. So it's just a temporary thing, but it can work for a while. Um, good morning. Uh, hi, good morning, Patrick. How are you? I'm doing well. Who's this? Oh, this is Michelle. I, I love listening to you. I actually just ordered a shower filter through your affiliate link, and I am so grateful to keep ordering products through you. I just think your show is so fabulous. So. Wow, thanks, Michelle. Where do you live, sweetie? I'm in Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. Wow. Up there, wow. In, up there in auto country, coal country. <laughs> yeah, it truly is, yeah. Yeah. Have you lived up there a long time? Oh, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, I'm a Midwesterner, so mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with you? Um, I just turned on your show, and I just sort of caught the tail end, and you were talking about, I think, uh sounds like someone had COVID. Or think That's right. Or yeah. had, had COVID, and I just, um, if it's okay, I wanted to kind of share my experience, because I think I had it in uh, March 2020. I'm pretty sure I had it. I've never been this immensely sick before. I will never forget this experience, and um, it uh, kind of... Uh, I don't want to say it was life-changing, but it probably, it was life-changing. So, um, I, I was terrible. I, I don't follow the news. And I, you know, I have sort of winter to rest up from what I typically do during uh, the year. I, I'm involved with farming and agriculture. Oh, cool. So, so I, I don't follow the news. And I, I, I had heard about something happening in Italy. Um, but I just, you know, winter, I'm resting up and taking care of a lot of uh sort of domestic activities that sort of fall by the wayside the rest of the, the year. And um, I it was probably mid to late March, and I was back into the swing of things on a Monday. I don't remember the precise date, but it was on a Monday. And I was just immensely fatigued. I felt like I just needed to rest, um, didn't want to leave the house. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, well, maybe, you know, it's winter in Detroit, <laughs> which is a tough, tough time anyway. Um, but I was just so exhausted. And then by that Wednesday, I was having some breathing issues. Mm-hmm. And it looked like by Thursday, the tips of my fingers looked like I had frostbite. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was just having a hard time breathing. I felt like I couldn't lay down. I... uh I was trying to do steam inhalations to open up my lungs. It was very frightening, actually. And um, it didn't register in my uh, mind, so to speak, that I thought, oh, I have COVID. I just can't remember ever being that exhausted. And then the breathing issues were quite terrifying. Um, So uh, long story short, from feeling fatigued on a Monday to that Friday, trying to open up my lungs and taking steam inhalations and hot baths and... um, I took a lot of herbs that I had on hand, anything mm-hmm. known to open up the lungs, and it helped a little bit. And what really helped me, though, that Friday was I had some powdered uh, food-based vitamin C uh, derived from Camu Camu. Mm-hmm. And that was the one thing I had <laughs> that really opened up my my lungs. I mean, um, you know, you read about the power of vitamin C and how we're one of the few mammals, uh, I think, aside from guinea pigs, that doesn't manufacture our own. But I could feel that working, and I've never, I mean, I've taken some supplements off and on, but I've never taken something where the effect felt that instantaneous and powerful, where, uh, you know, I from not being able to breathe and the tips of my fingers looking like I had frostbite, yeah. being able to breathe. Oh, that's great. Good uh, for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, seems pretty powerful. Um, I don't know if you heard the first part of the show. You probably didn't, but we don't really think... Um, that anyone has ever got COVID. There's never been any evidence, sweetie and Michelle, to prove that this thing exists. So I, I understand. W- I, I follow Dr. Oh, Cowan. Oh yeah, I you did. follow Dr. Cowan. So yeah. so I would yeah. I would just encourage you not to not to repeat that to yourself that you caught something. You know, I think it's very possible that you just detoxed. Uh, that's what people do, right? And you were smart enough to. Uh, push the detox pathway more quickly 
using vitamin C and opening up the lungs. And because vitamin C has never been proven to kill some virus. So there's no evidence that the C killed something that you had, but it helped your body to detoxify whatever you were uh, going through when we get well, the cold or flu. Does that make sense? Well, so, yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. And okay. that's why that's why I sort of wanted to share this because I, I follow Dr. Cowan. I've been following with him since uh, mid-2020. And I've listened to um, uh, Andrew Kaufman, too, mm-hmm. and Judy uh, Mekovich. So, but the reason I want to share this is um, the vitamin C, you know, I had to take it continuously. And then when I would stop, the tips of my fingers would look like... <laughs> I know you, you call it detoxification, but for um, to communicate with people that don't think that way, I'll say I call it COVID. Um, oh, I see. you just say that. Yeah, I, but yeah. I wouldn't spread that around. That's your choice, but you can say whatever you want, my dear. But, I mean, why, why say something that's not true? Well, because to communicate with people oh. and let them, you know, okay. uh, normally outside of one radio network, I'll say, well, I had, I'll say I had whatever this was. Because okay. the premise is a lot of people don't consider detoxification. A lot of people think no, there's something They don't out understand there. that. Well, that's a good point. No, point well taken. Yeah. Um, but the reason I wanted to share this part of the story is the vitamin C. You know, when I would stop taking it, the tips of my fingers, I was still having the breathing issues. And I, you know, I, I for whatever reason, I couldn't mount a fever. It, it seemed like oh, you whatever was happening. You couldn't get a fever going. No, I couldn't get a fever going, and um, but it was very um, fortunate and a very humanitarian thing that I I don't know why I instinctually looked or kind of online and try and figure out what some of the um, holistic or functional doctors were doing and how they were responding. But Dr. Brownstein and he doesn't typically do this, but he was posting um, a lot of short vignettes blogs about how he was helping his patients. And he would say, "Well, this is what we're off. What our office is doing for coronaviruses, and this is what we've been doing for 30 years." But you ask your doctor, kind of like you know, hint, hint, wink, wink. And um, you know, his protocol involved high dose A, high dose C, uh, or C to bowel tolerance every hour, very high dose vitamin D. And um, you know, I'm, I'm not a patient. He was just attending to his patients. Uh, but he was posting these really short videos and interviews, which um, I'm sure Dr. Brownstein, he, he does not need any more patients. It wasn't some sort of an attempt for attention or uh, to recruit more people to buy his products or books. But um, the other part of his protocol was nebulizing uh, 3% food-grade hydrogen peroxide. And, you know, I was sick a very long time, and actually there was a shortage of these nebulizers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the nebulizer is only $50, $60. And I will say, after being sick for, I was sick for weeks, I had pneumonia, I did go to the emergency room, and uh, this is before I had pneumonia, and they said, well, come back uh, if you get pneumonia. (laughs) But I've never, I listen to your show, I try and follow a lot of these holistic functional doctors, whether, you know, listen to people's different points of view, and um, I've never been this sick, and I really thought I was going to die, and this is not hyperbole. I'm somebody that, uh, you know, I love Dr. Daniels, too, and uh, trying to educate myself. But I will say I was shocked at how effective Dr. Brownstein's protocol was once I could get a hold of that nebulizer. And um, 
I don't want to get caught up in semantics about detoxification or if there's a real virus out there, but I did want to say whatever was happening with my body, detoxification, I was just amazed. And I could feel after the vitamin C, the vitamin D in particular, I could feel that, my body taking it in mm-hmm. and doing something with it. And I will never forget <laughs> never forget this experience. And then I know um, Dr. Mercola has written um, extensively about nebulizing um, 3% food-grade hydrogen peroxide. And you know, Patrick, uh, within 24 hours of doing that, below my sternum taking this uh, hydrogen peroxide in, I, I had hope and I could breathe, you know. I will never forget that. No, that's and great. it was um, Good for you. There's always a way, right? There's always something to help regardless of what, you know, the semantics of the issue is. You you had the, the worth all to experiment and to and to try stuff and, and it got you out of it. You know, I've 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 um talked to quite a few people over the last two or three years that had a similar experience with whatever this thing was that they had let's not even you know go there you know again and they really thought they were going to die they've never experienced yeah. anything like it in their chest oh, no. but you know my take on that and you may like this i think that the more evolved spiritually endowed people of the world um went through some really big karmic detoxification the issue this time because it made them so much stronger on the other end, which I feel, I bet you are, right? Mm-hmm. You feel stronger yeah. than you've ever felt, right? Oh, absolutely. There you go. I, I mean, so I think that souls create really difficult things so they can get creative to work through them so they can be strong on the other end to I know this is pretty esoteric, but this is my take to then for the the, the challenges that are, are will face us in the next few years, and they're going to, there's going to be many that the people that went through some really tough stuff are going to be more easily to be able to take on the really tough stuff coming uh, and not be in bed. Does that make sense? Oh no, I I completely agree with you, and I am I'm so grateful I got. Uh, I detoxed or was sick when I was because by that July 2020, uh, Dr. Brownstein received a notice from the FTC saying that he cannot post any of this protocol or suggest that he has a treatment. Yeah, I know. They're, at, yeah, they're, they're just, uh, it's going on everywhere, you know, because uh, they want people to be in, in fear and they want people sick. Yeah, but um, I'm just thankful, you know, he posted what he did because it's a, uh, the whole protocol is probably less than $200, and he was treating nurses, EMTs, a lot of people heavily involved in uh, the medical field. And, um, you know, uh, did he have it was iodine? Wonderful- did he have iodine in there, too? Because he's a big iodine oh, guy. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, they were so, okay. and it is so, so the hydrogen peroxide treatment, uh, it has to be 3% food grade. And, uh, well, if you were a patient, you could get a special mineral solution, but if not, you do the 3% food-grade hydrogen peroxide, and you add two drops of 5% Lugol's iodine. So, um, you nebulize and it's actually, that. And there was also a woman on YouTube who showed how to nebulize hydrogen peroxide. Um, her video had been up, I think, a decade or so before you know the pandemic. 
and her video was pulled and banned from YouTube. Uh, hmm. so yeah, I wonder why. You know, I, that's well, pretty high, though. Anybody I've talked to over the years, Dr. Massey, uh, mm-hmm. other people, uh, they just always said that 1% was high as you'd go, but I've you know, maybe maybe Brownstein, you did okay on two on 3%, right? Well, you, you, you're not supposed to take it, um, I think, once symptoms are resolved. But, you know, like I said, I could, it was wonderful. It was a fabulous feeling, and you, I could feel um, the congestion in my lungs clearing up, uh, the pain I had, the pressure. And um, one of his uh, associate doctors in the office even was so generous to post a very short video of how to do a, this treatment. You know, you inhale, and then you hold, you close your mouth, and you exhale through your nostrils. And, you know, um, it's not something I think you would do unless you're treating uh, some sort of an acute condition. But, you know, my voice was hoarse after using it, but the feeling of what it was doing inside of my body, I mean, I will never forget it. It was remarkable. Good for you. Oh, I could feel feel it working in there, and it was... uh, it was a wonderful experience. So, but the long story shorter to my story, I thought, you know, when I got better, because I was sick for weeks, um, and I had I had developed pneumonia. I couldn't lay down. I thought it <laughs> thought it was you know the breathing issues are scary. You do feel like you're going to die. Um, and you know the the hard thing about whatever this detoxification process is is there is a window, at least when I was ill, where I felt like I was getting better. And no, I was just developing pneumonia, and maybe that is part of the improvement process. But I will say the um, the nebulizing treatment, he had testimonials on his blog, and most people, and I will agree with them, that's what helped me turn a corner. And I think a lot of people on his blog uh, that he interviewed, I, like I said, he was interviewing nurses, EMTs, he sure. had someone he treat, treated who had a collapsed lung. Uh, if you were a patient, you could go and you could get um, uh, ozone treatments. Uh, but for those of us who weren't, tre- you know, patients or were spread across the country, I will say this treatment was uh, incredibly helpful. And you know, I, like I said, Mercola. I think of everyone I've listened to. I adore Dr. Cowan, but I do. I honestly do not feel had I not had I not discovered or done this treatment, I. Don't see. I think I would have been ill for a very, very long time had I not um, been so wonderful and blessed to have uh, found this treatment. So I. Um, well, maybe so. You know, yeah. it's um, well, good, yeah, good job. Uh, I was going to ask something, and then I, I just, uh, I, I just lost it. Well, well, anyway. Well, I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind me sharing that. It's just, no, no, I it's know, great. Um, good, good stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you called. I'm really glad, and and then you're on the other end, and. Uh, Thanks for, thanks for listening to the show. Appreciate it. Oh no, thank you for all the work you do. Sure. I think it's just a privilege my, to have you, you know, show around. So my please pleasure. continue. Thanks, my pleasure. Okay. Bye, thank sweet. you, Patrick. Bye. Okay. OneRadioNetwork.com, and it's uh, what's it? Twelve minutes after eleven o'clock. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. The interesting thing is that every soul around has a different experience, a different take, a different, um, you know, like the saying goes, um, uh, opinions and experiences are like belly buttons, and they're all just perfect for the soul who's having them. So, it's great. It's just the way of the world, isn't it? Just the way of the world. 
Everybody gets to have their own party. And we do, don't we? We just have our own party. And it's my party and I can cry if I want to. Look at some emails here. Um, We need to do no. We can do. Sorry, I just talked to myself. Uh, phone number is triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. dot com, and um, 